He's a screenwriter, director, and actor whose name is synonymous with body horror. Just ask any Rick and Morty fan. Today, David Cronenberg turned 78. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5 for Monday, March 15th. Cronenberg got his start as a filmmaker in Canada during the 1970s, working alongside producer Ivan Reitman. Cronenberg's first full-length feature, Shivers, was an early foray into the style of horror he became known for. In the film, parasites transformed the residents of a luxury apartment building into violent, sex-crazed maniacs. The film wasn't well-received when it was released in 1975, especially since it was financed in part by the Canadian government. Critic Robert Fulford began his review by saying, and I quote, You should know how bad this film is. After all, you paid for it. And he criticized the film for being crammed with blood, violence, and depraved sex. The backlash was strong enough that Cronenberg was forced out of his Toronto apartment. His landlord said he'd violated the lease's morality clause. Shivers did well financially, though, bringing in more than $1 million. Cronenberg continued making low-budget but profitable horror films throughout the 70s and early 80s, building on the body horror and psychosis themes that have become his trademark. With each film, he drew more international attention, especially for the special effects in 1981's Scanners. This attention led to one of his few productions by a major studio, 1983's The Dead Zone. Unlike his previous works, Cronenberg didn't write the film, but he had a hand in adapting the existing script. The Dead Zone was a critical and financial success, which led to the production of what might be his most well-known project. Find out about that when we come back. Keeping to the theme of horror creators with a distinctive style, we mark today as the date in 1937 on which H.P. Lovecraft died. Although a true breakout success eluded him during his life, Lovecraft was a prolific writer with stories and novels and an extraordinary output of letters. When he passed away at the age of 46 from cancer, he had even kept a daily diary of his illness until he could no longer hold his pen. In 1986, David Cronenberg brought us an ambitious remake of a 1958 horror film, The Fly. Cronenberg's version of The Fly almost didn't get off the ground. While producer Mel Brooks wanted to bring him on, Cronenberg was slated to direct an adaptation of a Philip K. Dick story that eventually became Total Recall. Cronenberg and the Total Recall producers had different visions for that film. The director wanted something closer to the short story it was based on, while the producers wanted Raiders of the Lost Ark in space. And Brooks snatched up Cronenberg as soon as he learned he was available. As a side note, Brooks intentionally kept his name off the film because he thought audiences would expect something very different from Mel Brooks' The Fly. Total Recall wasn't the only big-budget Cronenberg film we've missed out on. He also turned down Robocop, Top Gun, and even Return of the Jedi. Ultimately, though, after the success of The Fly, Cronenberg returned to smaller productions where he'd have more creative control. His psychological and body horror roots show through even in his non-genre films. For example, his most critically successful film, 1996's Crash, details its characters' erotic fixations on car accidents, injuries, and death. 
David Cronenberg has stepped back from directing in the last few years, but you're still able to see him in front of the camera. You might have recognized him as Kovic in Season 3 of Star Trek Discovery, sharing the screen with Michelle Yeoh as Empress Giorgio's body began to fall apart around her. So that's keeping things pretty on brand. And there you have it, a quick lesson on David Cronenberg, who celebrates turning 78 today. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 15th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.